Hi, Arata. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. How is everything going? How is Mumbai? Oh, well. Wow. Yeah. I, I must say things are getting better. So, yeah. Things are going on. Football is going on. So, that is something that most positive thing that can happen. So, great. Right. Uh, has coaching begun? Yeah, 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 our academy started, of course, not the fully uh, operational, but uh, yeah, slowly, slowly, we are getting back to how we used to be. Right, right. How, how big is the academy? Well, at this moment, we have uh, 87, to be specific, I need to find out, but around 87 uh, children all over the world, no, mm. sorry, all over the India. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we have around 20 staff, technical staff. In different different department, football department, right. to sports science, sports psychologist, physio, right. nutrition, everything. Wonderful, wonderful. So you brought everything into the ecosystem. So yeah, you have the best of, uh, opportunity to you know make it big. Yes. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So uh, I had actually uh, interviewed uh, somebody from uh, Reliance, uh, named Saksham. I don't know. Actually, okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I spoken to him a few months back. So, uh, yeah. So, how did you get started with football? You were born, you were born in Japan. Yeah, I was born in Japan. So yeah, how I started? Uh, my brother started to go for uh, football training of my elementary school team in Japan, and uh, being a younger brother, just uh, followed him. Till, till then, I didn't know anything about football, but uh, yeah, that was the first time when I was nine, I think. Yeah, nine. So that's how I started. Wonderful. So uh, in Japan, what what sports are the craze? I mean, is football really popular or? Football is popular, but the number one sport is always baseball. Baseball? Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Of course, mm. uh, Samo is a national game as well. Samo, Samo wrestlers, mm. yeah, very famous. And of course, football also, of course, uh, the J League. So yeah. it's pretty famous. So when I started football, when I was nine, there was no J League yet. So after mm -hmm. one year later, it started the first professional league in the country. Right. Right, right, right. So you grew up playing football? Mm. More or less, but I was pretty much a curious child. So I was learning a lot of things, for example, buying to horse riding, swimming. Mm. And of course, football, drawing, a lot of things. Yeah. You know, my mother was really keen to make me a professional violinist, but unfortunately, I <laughs> fade away to football. <laughs> right, 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 right. Did your family support this? Oh, uh, well, somewhere yes, somewhere no. My mother, uh, she's a single mother. Uh, I, I, didn't have, I don't have my father in a sense. I was not close with my father. So financially, we were not in the... Uh, always uh, having the luxury to hmm. uh, yeah, support uh, however I want to uh, go forward. But uh, yeah, still, yeah, I, I have to say uh, because mm -hmm. of uh, today, I, you know, uh, I'm who I am today. Right, wonderful. So, I mean, we're doing some research in, from, you know, growing up playing football, you went, you went to Singapore for a bit? Yeah, so I started my, uh, not professional, professional career, but the first time when I wear the professional jersey in Japan was uh, 
uh, after my football academy, so Albrex Niigata, I, I was playing for their reserve team and their reserve team league, but I didn't have any contract. So that time I was not a professional yet, mm-hmm. kind of a trainee kind of a uh, relationship. Yeah. Then after that, this uh, same JD club, uh, Albrex Niigata, they send the team, the young players, and create a team in Singapore. So Albrex Niigata, Singapore. So that is the first uh, uh, contract uh, as a fo- professional football player for me. Wonderful. So, Wonderful. yeah, one year I played there, yeah, one season in Singapore. Singapore. Then, uh, what brought you to India? Out of all so, the thing is, uh, yeah, so the thing is, when I was uh, playing in Singapore, uh, one, one Indian agent contacted me. And uh, that was a first uh, kind of interaction with Indian football. But that time, you know, uh, my mind was not that open, first of all, and I didn't know anything about football. I mean, I mean, Indian football also. I mean, my coaches, my uh, seniors, they, they were kind of very, uh, uh, what do I say? They were basically not trusting or believing the person who ever contacted me, so yeah. told me to be very careful. So first time I said, no, no, I'm not interested. And obviously that time I had my plan that I wanted to play in Singapore a few more years, or I go back yeah. to Japan and play J-League again. Yeah. But things didn't go the uh, right way for me. Went back to Japan, and I was kind of a, I was playing for the third division club in Japan. That time, it's which is a uh, JFL. So now, J-League is J-League 1, J-League 2, and J-League 3. So right. that time, there was no J-League 3. Right. So JFL was a kind of the third division, top amateur, very high-level competitive league. So that time, still, of course, I was looking for my opportunity to get back to the professional life. Mm-hmm. Then the uh, same agent spoke to me. On email, what's up? Then uh, uh, that was the time I really started to dig into the information about India football. And uh, of course, then the talking started with the uh, East Bengal yeah. and the uh, condition is fixed. Yeah. But uh, it was not a concrete uh, uh, contract, but go there, trial. And if I'm good enough, then only. So, mm. how did the agent find out about you though? So, I was pretty much famous in, in Singapore, you know. <laughs> Being a Japanese team yeah. uh, in uh, Singapore League itself is a fancy, and uh, east side east side of India, uh, Asia, Japanese are kind of respected in a sense, like uh, yeah. valued in in many way. Uh, yeah. Let it be, we are very polite, or the you know the lifestyle, whatever it is. Probably yes. that also one reason. And also in the league, I was scoring goals. I was you know assisting and. I think there was a time that I was the fastest in the league as well, 20 meters or 30 meters, I forgot. So newspapers, magazines, a lot of things. Mm. And uh, that time, uh, very timely, the PIO, Parsons Indian Origin Rule, came mm. into the I-League, uh, mm. NFL that time. It's yeah. not even I-League, NFL. Yeah, so maybe that is the reason why he found, found me and uh, contacted me. Interesting. Were you a midfielder from the start? Mm, difficult to say, but uh, yes and no. But uh, overall, I played every every position. I started mm-hmm. from center midfielder, so that time mm-hmm. there was no like a, a Bolanche or the attacking midfielder or whatever right, it is, right, but a right, center right. center midfielder. Right, if you remember, right. I, I don't know how old are you, by the way. Uh, Twenty six. Ah, then uh, you are too too young uh, for this conversation. My time is uh, a long time back. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, so I started uh, uh, from center midfielder. You know, the reason is very simple. You, do you know Captain Tsubasa, the Japanese football animation? Uh, no. Uh, no, I know. I, I have to watch it, though. 
Yeah, very, very famous Japanese uh, football animation and yeah. all over the world. Uh-huh. So the main character wears number 10, he plays a center midfielder. So being a child, of course, I was admiring. Then I started to play center midfielder, went to striker, went to wing, fullback, mm-hmm. center back, everywhere. But oh. professionally, I started with left wing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. In Singapore, I mean to say. Interesting. So uh, you watched a lot of anime growing up. Yeah, a lot. That's it's very even, popular. Even today. Though. Yeah, oh, yeah, even today. I love anime. Yeah, 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 yeah I love it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I watched a lot of anime growing up. Like uh, the anime, especially from Japan, like uh, unbelievable Death Note, Kojias. <laughs> I don't know if you know the English names or the names in Japanese. So, uh, which, which one? Death Note. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 super famous. Yeah, yeah, so very, very it's good. Part of the culture, yeah, animation right. is uh, part of the culture in Japan. So. Right, right, right. So, okay, you're willing to take the risk of coming all the way to India and you know for the tryouts and stuff. Yeah, actually, if I have to look back to it, it was a quite a list, to be honest, because I was with Mitsubishi, you know, Mitsubishi is a big company. To be honest, it's a, it was a very good paid, very secure job. So I could easily plan my uh, you know, life. Yeah. Uh, but but as, as I told you, I was really disappointed to getting back my professional life. And uh, yeah, I wanted to, like, uh, how do I say uh, clean up, uh, clean up in a sense. I wanted to change uh, from the mistake which I made when uh, the first season with the mm-hmm. Albirax Niigata, young player being right. stupid, you know. Right. So, right. so yeah, kind of. Uh, it was very much balanced, and I think I was mm-hmm. very excited uh, to come to India to play. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, after watching the. Uh, East Bengal, Mohumbagan on the video, one lakh twenty thousand. Wow, man! Some football in India, so yeah, yeah. I was just uh, excited to come S- instead Singap- of thinking about the risks. Mm. Yeah, that's wonderful. So uh, Singapore and Japan didn't have that, you know, crowds of those numbers back in the day. Crowds? No, Singapore, no, definitely no. Japan, yes. Arabic Sinigata is one of the most supported, fan-supported uh, uh, clubs, so the stadium is always packed. But uh, I, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to play first-team first game. Of course, I was not contracted. But uh, mm-hmm. even though the uh, reserve team was so, yeah, there's a decent number of the supporters are always there. So that was a great experience. In Singapore, it's, uh, yeah, it's a small country, and... Uh, not like a huge uh, number of supporters, but uh, you know, a lot of Japanese lived in Singapore and they yeah. used to come, you know, with their family. And that's very at home kind of atmosphere. It was. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, you come to India, you get selected, you play for East Bengal. Yeah, East Bengal was a first, of course. One year I played, one season I played. That, uh, that time was not even I League NFL, so last yeah. season of the NFL National Football League. And from second year, I came into the picture. I shifted for Mahindra United for two years. And uh, came to Pune FC, played for six years. That time, national team. And uh, after that, ATK, mm-hmm. Mumbai FC, uh, Pune City, Neroka, and uh, Kerala Brasas. When was 
when did you decide that uh, you're going to become an Indian citizen and uh, you're going to represent India? Like, did you, once you went to India, did you ever think that I'm going to do well in India and then probably come back and perform in the J League or something of that sort? Or did you think? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah of course, I was that part. I mean, just one, two years, I do well, I prove myself and uh, probably I go to other country. Uh, for the better contract whatsoever. And of course, I was thinking about coming back to Japan as well. But uh, yeah, my Disney didn't, didn't uh, let me go for that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I always had an idea of playing for India back back on my mind. The thing is, is uh, when I came to India, already people were talking about if Alata can play for the national team, but the PIO is not eligible. Yeah, actually, right. PIO can play. You know, there's a lot of confusion right, was right, there. Right. And the Indian... Uh, the thing is, is simple rule, PIO, you can't play national team, uh, uh, play for the country. Mm-hmm. So then after spending a couple of years with uh, Pune FC, I was just uh, uh, talking with my agent. And, uh, he simply suggested me, why don't you think about this uh, uh, opportunity in a serious note? Mm-hmm. Then I actually I started to think, okay, national team, this is a bigger zone. Definitely, realistically, I couldn't play for Japan. That time I was already what 27, 8? Mm-hmm. Or even later, I think, yeah. So, but still, if I have opportunity to play for the country, that though this big country, uh, 1.3 billion, 13 billion? Yeah. In English, I don't know how to say, yeah. 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 yeah and uh, yeah, to be honest, India was really nice to me, in a sense, kind to me to accept me, to let me play, let me wear that blue color and be on the pitch. So, yeah, I can't appreciate enough to actually. What about your teammates? Did they make you feel welcome? Did they make you feel like you're part of the country and you're part of the team? Uh, definitely, yes. From player side, I was uh, pretty much welcome. Chetri, uh, Clifford, Mangi, you know, all, all a gem of uh, you know, cool guys. And uh, it was uh, quite a fun, loving, yeah. <laughs> Jingan so, uh, was with that time very young, Sandy, Sandy was very young. Subrata so, Paul was uh, playing with Spinelli for a long time. JJ, we were in the same team as well. But uh, yeah, I was very, very comfortable. But if I could be kind of part of like a truly, if I could be a part of the group, no, I don't think so. And I think I was at fault. Probably, you know, being, uh, being in India, I should have at least learned the uh, language, Hindi language. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I have to take a step to get into this uh, uh, country much in a, a deeper manner, right. uh, which I kind of didn't do. I can make an excuse that I couldn't speak English when I came to India. So my focus was to understand English, to, to start to speak in English. And, uh, you know, after you can speak English in India, you have zero problem by communicating with anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But if oh. I can get back that time, definitely, yeah, I uh, work on all this uh, off the pitch thing much more. Right. to be part of the uh, group, truly. Right. Hmm. I mean, first learning English and then learning Hindi, is, I mean, you can't just keep learning languages, right? Along with... <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I was uh, too easy on that. Maybe I, mm-hmm. I still feel I should have done that. And now I should be doing it, you know? I'm saying right, this right. and I'm still not doing this. So how stupid I am, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I work. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Do you feel being more part of the culture, probably doing 
like you said learning hindi and stuff could have made a difference in your career made you a much better player in any way just connect being able to truly connect with the team or with the in coaches terms of, uh, in terms of national team yes definitely it's a indian national team and uh, me being outsider i should have make much more uh, effort to be part of the group although the players are really nice nice like i mentioned Mm-hmm. and that time coach was uh, women uh, you know love so you know they they are foreigners and they are very cool guys and mm-hmm. fantastic coaches so that way i had zero problem in terms of tactical technical whatever the quality yeah. of football i had no problem but yeah, yeah eventually this is a team game mm-hmm. and uh, yeah that way yes but uh, the club level i was always a uh, kind of foreigner even though after changing my citizenship also You know, mm-hmm. expectation is always at the, the Japanese the foreigner uh, court and mm-hmm. go to do well. Yeah, as simple right. as that. So that way, no. Right. How how is your daily schedule like? What did you do every day? Training? You wake up in the morning, then go for training, or how did you go about it? Yeah, routine is uh, pretty much fixed. Morning, we have a coaches meeting every day, and. Uh, After that, maybe we have a department meeting. Maybe coaching staff only. No, Support coaching staff during only. Your training days. During your training days. Training days. Yeah. Really depends. If it's a preseason, then sometimes. And again, club wise, it's a different coach. Uh, sometimes we have to play uh, training two times. Sometimes three times. Sometimes even four times or there. So it's pretty much depends. But usually in the season, only once in the evening or in morning we train. So that if training is evening, I used to go to gym in morning to just you know warm up myself and a bit of a separate right. walk for myself. Yeah, other than a team session, and uh, yeah, afternoon easy mm-hmm. training. Bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. Night chill, chill and sleep. What a life, eh? Footballer, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a life, man. Oh, what yeah. a life. I, I know. Uh, I can relate. I play tennis professionally. So mm. very very similar. Like I like wake up in the morning, train, then um, get back, go to school, or you know go back home, sleep again, go back to the training ground, then go to gym, come back home, eat, sleep. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Do you miss those times? Oh, you're done with. Ah, uh, definitely. No, no, definitely. I miss that time. I mean. I had a strong mindset to uh, when I retire, I think to 2018. But uh, immediately I regret it, obviously. Yeah, you know when you start to uh, become slightly older, uh, your what do you say? The responsibility in the team changes, right? Mm. So after say 32, 33, I started to play for the team much more than. You know what I want to do on the pitch. So mm. you know, my regret is uh, at least one year I should have just given myself. You know, like a, like a, I can do whatever I want on the pitch. What I right. want to do. So right. yeah. Right. So that regret is there. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I'm happy with a uh, coaching job. And uh, anyway, this was always my plan. After career, I become a coach. And of course, this is a fantastic. I mean, best setup that I could even imagine. And the players are fantastic. Really, truly elite. They are self-motivated. You know, they they are really passionate and mm. the quality players. So, I'm pretty much a lucky side. Though. Wonderful, wonderful. So, when you mentioned that uh, you could have done, how does that work? Because don't you have to play according to the manager's 
plans the football manager's plans like his strategies and his tactics uh, how do you maintain that balance between doing what you want and then doing what the manager wants actually very good question and uh, that that is where uh, like uh, professionals uh, are professionals so of course there's a, a duty that i have to uh, uh, fulfill yeah. uh, as a team player but at the same time there there are a lot of lot of moments that i can be you know bored and expressive mm-hmm. so that time being me being team player if i just play the ball to you know whoever in a better position because he has maybe slightly more percentage of scoring the goal or mm-hmm. being myself yeah 5% so what i'm going to mm-hmm. score boom boom right. you know i'm talking about those terms Right, right. Yeah, I can't be selfish, <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Do you follow EPL? Yeah, more or less. I watch uh, a lot of games, football mm-hmm. games. Not only EPL, but uh, yeah, football games I watch a lot. Wonderful. So yeah, when you talk about you know expressing yourself, um, I think of Pogba immediately because okay. he's made to you know right now i don't know which team you support but right now he's made to uh focus on a specific role for manchester united mm. and mm. a lot of people say you know he's not being allowed to express himself because he has other duties so that uh, because he has defensive duties and things like that so mm. i think some, maybe something similar uh, was the case with you well very ah, okay was was it a case with me uh no to be honest no because i was very much happy uh, 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 taking care of my role and i thought that is what this club need or other other players need mm-hmm. to generate the uh, results eventually right. results for all of us right. yeah um, pogba's case i don't know but uh, he's a professional obviously and uh, mm-hmm. the coach is a very good coach i'm sure so yeah. there should be some kind of a communication which is uh, making things much much clearer than what we see from uh, outside so mm-hmm. how to comment about him but uh, yeah right. why do you keep shifting clubs in the isl well ask the clubs <laughs> well i mean to be honest i mean i think i was super successful when i was atk individually as a team as well right. and uh, I had a very good relationship with uh, all players and uh, coaching staff about and all. And uh, yeah, definitely I wanted to stay uh, uh, for ATK. But they didn't offer me in a uh, good way. Mm. Yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. I mean, it, sometimes people talk about yeah, not money, yeah, but it's a money. And mm. uh, you know, being a professional football player, when you did well, you got to be valued and you got to be rewarded. Otherwise, no point mm-hmm. yeah but then that time pune pune was offering me the best and uh, of course habas also went there so okay comfortable and i always wanted to play for pune i mean i wanted to come back to pune you know i played for pune for longest time and i know my fan base is a lot of fan base is in pune they were expecting me to come back to pune as well and mm-hmm. of course my family is in pune so a lot of things came to pune yeah. and uh, in between this mumbai fc and all uh, you know that time if you remember after isl i league used to happen right yeah, yeah. so we had the luxury of playing both league mm-hmm. yeah that is a reason only one neroka is a little bit different story because uh, 
Nerokawa said, I think that was the first time that I played for the, for the club uh, uh, without any expectation, in a sense, money-wise. Truly, mm-hmm. I was in, in love with their project, their desire to promote the team to the first division. And uh, they, they believed me and they, they, they thought I can do a big uh, part of that, uh, their, their project. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think that gave me a lot of uh, excitement and uh, motivation for me to be with that team. And I'm telling you, best club, I tell you, I had the best time with them. So like a really family, we were like enjoying like, you know, mm. every single moment, games and uh, private time, everything. I, it was really at home, yeah. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful club. So, so if given a choice, people, f- football players, as a football player yourself, you would, definitely be willing to take a little less money if you have all these things in place like, like a very good culture good team good support staff you definitely be willing to sacrifice that little bit amount of money right really depend on the player really depend on the player so it's, you know there's no fantasy i mean some some players are really uh, go, go for the money and that's mm-hmm. fair enough our life is very short, only 10 years. We got yeah. to make money. But same time, like, you know, like I said, Pune is my hometown, second hometown. So sometimes wanted to come. And the Kerala Brothers also, I really wanted to play for the club, knowing the supporters' uh, right. uh, uh, manner. Right. Yeah, yeah, so where? Mm, yeah, so again, depend on the player, but uh, yes, there were differently a lot of things that a uh, professional football player consider when they make a decision. Mm-hmm. I guess. Who has the best fans? Difficult to say in in the country, in India. You played for so many clubs, Kerala. You played for you played. Uh, no, whichever the club I played the best, best. Is a wrong way to say. I mean, every supporter is a fantastic supporters. But in terms of size, then uh, of course, I mean, ATK and uh, Kerala, yeah. and of this Bengal, these guys are or next level. Mm-hmm. You know, Calcutta supporters are really straight on your face. You do well, you are good. You don't do well, you are like mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing. But Kerala versus their supporters is totally different. They are very emotionally. Uh, connected and mm-hmm. they are always there to support no matter what because uh, mm-hmm. they want they want team to win obviously right. they are not happy when we are not winning of course but at the same time you know they have this uh, uh what do you say tenderness to their own club and their own players mm-hmm. right. they're like really uh, like a almost uh, uh, unconditional way how do you know you that know? how do you because, know that uh, so the thing is is First, first, I came to know about this was when I was playing for ATK, when I scored two goals against them. When we came into the stadium, you know how the Kerala Brasas, yellow, boom. It's intimidating, you know? To be honest, intimidating. But they don't do that. Basically, when we ATK comes in, as a player comes in from the dressing room, they cheer for us, you know, welcome, welcome to the stadium kind of things. You know, they welcome us. So mm-hmm. they don't like to try to press pressurize yeah, opponent yeah, yeah. 
that itself, I found it, it's a really good manner and they respect, they, they truly love the game of football and mm-hmm. they, they, they respect no matter your player or opponent player, whatever it is, as a mm-hmm. football player. Right. Yeah, so that was my understanding. And of mm-hmm. course, after signing for the Kerala Brothers, oh, trust me, man. Anywhere you go, any airport you run, they will be there. Even Spain, when we went for the pre-season, they are there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some people come to meet, meet us uh, all the way to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Those are emotional support. There's no yeah. expectation, but simply they want to be part of the group. That's fantastic or not. Definitely. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's wonderful. I mean, um, does that change once you get done with football? Like, do they still follow you? Do they still follow your work? Do they still, uh, you know, message you saying, um, we hope you stay for another year or anything of that sort? Lucky me, yes, they do. Very much they do. Not only uh, Brasas or ATK, but uh, uh, people in Manipur as well, Maneroka as well. Of course, Pune, Mumbai. I think I'm, I'm really lucky that way. That you know, Even East Bengal supporters, I mean, imagine, it was 2007, 14 years back, still. You know, sometimes there's a, a, some kind of a function for East Bengal. They call me, uh, you know, it's like a, unbelievable, but uh, yeah, lucky me. Wonderful. Um, okay, transition to coaching. I know it's very, very hard because I've done the same thing. I did it for six months, but I couldn't anymore. I said, I miss it too much to coach other people when I want to play. It's just too mm-hmm. hard. How did you make that transition? Oh, well, transition, hmm. yeah, similar line, but uh... As I said, I was planning to be a coach after uh, my playing career. So anyway, it was my plan. So my first uh, coaching license in Japan was when I was 19. So you can imagine, I was already writing the picture. Mm-hmm. So that way, I was very smooth. And at the same time, like I said, lucky me, this organization, this academy gave me everything that uh, I needed uh, to, to transit from player to the coach. And uh, technical director uh, Mark, he, he, he helped me really a lot in terms of, uh, you know, seeing things as a coach and, you know, the expectation that this is a lot of things are there, but, uh, mm-hmm. but still, I must say, I took time. At least mm-hmm. one and a half year, even today, to be honest, I'm not fully, drunk. I mean, I like to play like you were saying. I like to play, sometimes I, I play with the boys or so, but uh, yeah. yeah getting coming into the picture mm-hmm. yeah. how are you still learning obviously i mean obviously i mean <laughs> what do i know i don't know anything yeah. <laughs> you know i tell you every single moment every single action of the boys itself is a brand new fresh everything's fresh experience right mm. no no human being does the same exactly same action on mm. let it be on the pitch off the pitch when you were just talking like you and yeah. me we are talking. You know, this is a fresh experience. When you yeah. see the fresh experience, you are learning eventually something. So it's a never-ending story. Mm. Unfortunately, well, I think it's unfortunately. You know, mm. otherwise the life is too boring. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, why I ask this is because you've played the sport for so long. It it should mm. seem very easy to correct things uh, that some uh, players doing that you see is wrong, right? So the thing is, is, yes, technically, 
Yes, of course, I have uh, more knowledge uh, definitely than the boys, and uh, probably the uh, even probably, I mean, I played for 15 years, so probably. But the thing is, is like I'm saying, I mean, no one uh, moves in the same way. Mm. And uh, my understanding in football is always there's nothing wrong. You know, everything can be is explained uh, right. uh, somewhere on the other, right? So, yeah, in a way, yes, I have a bit of advantage, but at the same time, you know, I try to see the things in a flat manner. Mm. Not how I see football is only how I see football, right? So it doesn't apply to you. Right. So it doesn't make sense if I force my idea to you, right? So mm. I try to see it that way. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that I didn't think of that. Um, all right. So how do you see the future? How, I mean, you're saying you're working with some really talented kids. My future or their future? Their future. Like you, you, they work, they're really talented, you say. Yeah, their future is bright. For example, uh, uh, before Corona, 2019-20 season, I was uh, uh, leading under 17. That is the highest uh, eldest group in the in the in the academy. So, out of seven player, no, sorry, eight players, seven players signed for ISL club. So, you know, these boys are really selected from all over the country in a really, you know, specific manner. So, mm -hmm. these are the talent of the country, and uh, of course, their future is always bright. Hmm. Is ISL the goal for them, for these kids, or is playing in the uh, EPL or the La Liga some of their goals? Very good question. Obviously, of course, I mean, none of the ch uh, kids, uh, I mean, this is everyone dream playing in Europe, EPL, Spanish League, whatever it is, the world best league. But then, of course, dream is dream. But then when you hit 18 years old, for example, six, 17, 16 years old, you have to understand where you stand at that moment. You've got to be a little bit more uh, realistic mm. than how you were when you were 12 years old. Of course, I myself was dreaming to play for Japan or playing for Chelsea. My, my team is Chelsea, by the way. Mm. Not my team, but I like them. Right. They were blue color, that's all. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Yeah. But after that point, I have to see the reality. Okay, this is not working for me. Then what is my next uh, uh, achievable goal? goal? So then mm -hmm. the goal setting uh, can be a bit more specific and you can walk on towards uh, the realistic goal in a specific manner to gain the chance of actually achieving that goal, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, we want to produce the player who can play in the top level in the world, but uh, where we are at this moment, realistically, question. So mm -hmm. the desire is there, I would say. Yeah, 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 but uh, yeah, it's not like a one day job. Okay. okay, okay. What about the under eight kids? Do you think they have a much, much better chance? Uh, obviously, maybe the under 14s or the under 16s who came into this academy, uh, the new champions, uh, youth champs, uh, obviously for them with the sources, resources provided, it may have been a little bit too late to, you know, in the path to make it to the best leagues. But what about the under eight and under 10? Do you think with all the resources that they have at their disposal right now, there's a very good chance that some of them can crack it? Well, or are uh, there still things that are needed? So the thing is, 
for example, under 12, our under 12, uh, we took under 12 to Japan, uh, 2020 or 19, 19, before Corona, right? And uh, uh, we competed with J-League youth players. So basically this J-League youth player, under 12 players, they are elite, right? So they are trained uh, from six years old yeah. to, to 12 years old. It means they had a training session of six years, right? right? And uh, our under 12 boys, that time, they just joined this academy. So actually their exposure to the so-called proper football training session is only three months. Still, they could compete. Okay. Yeah, with this elite Japanese football player. So it's, yeah. it itself says that there's a potential, right. huge potential Indian uh, kids are, uh, are possessing. But the problem is after this 12 years old, when, when these are uh, Jerry players, youth players, they become 18 years old, next six years, and uh, this under 12 in India, next six years, gonna create huge difference. Why? Because there's not enough number of games. Competitive game is not happening. So mm -hmm. the under eight also, yes, they are talented, no doubt. But until they reach 12, and 12 I'm saying, because we, had a, we have only under 12, is a young, yeah. youngest group. Yeah. Till then, how many games actually, informal, formal, it's, Anything is okay. It can be 5v5, five five, it can be 2v2, it can be 6v6, 11v11, whatever it is. How many opportunities, how many games they can play? That is a question because we don't have the league. These days we have baby league, which is uh, working fantastic and hopefully we can continue in a larger scale. If this can happen in every state and every city, there's a huge chance that you can see uh, one day in the, in the players playing the uh, highest level football in the, in the, in the world. Well, you know, yes. isn't it, yes, I mean, there's a lot of these uh, PIO players who, or the uh, Indian origin players playing the top level in the country, uh, world, right? right? Yeah, so potential is there, but then the environment, the, uh, how, how that is it? Then the, at this moment, yeah, we are totally lacking that. That's mm -hmm. why we cannot provide that kind of player yet. That's my understanding. Is okay, so not enough competition, not enough games. How has the parents have the parents' mindsets changed? Do they are they willing to spend those? Are they willing to sacrifice those 10 years or 12, 15 years of, a, of their child's life in football right now? Or are they still very concerned about their maybe studies or maybe their results? Uh or are they thinking long-term? Well, difficult to say. I myself is a being a father of one daughter. And it's not about, you know, I think first of all, sacrificing for football itself is not the right word to use, actually. You can very much balance it both ways. And, you know, like I said, there will be the time that even the children themselves have to decide Okay, this is not working. Then now, so you know, it's it's really depend for the parents. First of all, parents uh, uh, need to understand what is football is, what is football scenario in India is. And if you look at it, you know, I can understand uh, like a ten years back or so before I used to come or like a beginning beginning of this uh, ID, the salary cap was really really low. Only mm -hmm. you know, hundred player can earn close to maybe 40, 50 max. But now it's a totally different story. I mean, 
easily uh, one young player can earn 40, 50, and a major player do like one crore, two crore easy, right? Mm-hmm. So that way, as a carrier, parents also can think, okay, financially, if that is so stable, maybe they can think a bit more about uh, football as a career. But uh, anyway, it's a very difficult decision for parents to decide for mm-hmm. their children to go for football. You know, it's a gamble. Eventually, one in million, you make it. Mm-hmm. Then uh, why not uh, engineering? And you, you have like a secure, like, like, like I was saying, being TBC, you are secure. You know, you don't need to worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but yeah, but at least awareness is uh, definitely uh, increasing in the in the country after ISL come especially. You see many more children play football. They want to be a football player thanks to Cristiano and the Messi, everyone say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm a little bit sick of it. I mean, can, can you talk <laughs> about Zlatan? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. First thing for parents to try to understand what this football career is. I think then I think they can really support uh, their children. Mm. But children, the children are extremely hardworking. That I know. I mean, Indian children, they're really hardworking. You can say that. Yeah, hardworking, definitely, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, whether they are self-driven or they are told to be hardworking, it's a very thin line, I must say. I, yeah. I still feel the, uh, yeah, very, what do I say? Uh, classic academical uh, style of mm-hmm. teaching or engaging with the children yeah. in, in, the, in the school is a little bit not in line with what footballer need. So mm-hmm. that is something yeah, we coaches have to be mindful about it, I think. Wonderful. Your future, your future now. Uh, we've spoken about children. What, what, how do you see your coaching career going? Do you, uh, do you want to get into management, probably manage a club someday? Management, in a sense, I mean, I want to uh, get into the senior coaching for sure in, in a few years down. Why I started from under, I started from under 13 coach. I wanted to go really step by step, you know, I, I don't underestimate. You know, because I play 15 years uh, professional, so I can jump into professional football okay. coaching. It's impossible. It's a total different ball game altogether. Like yourself mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying, right? So I think I'm giving enough time, like fair enough time for me to really step by step going forward. And this is I'm under 18 coach, so again slightly more elder than under 17. So that experience gives me something definitely. And uh, you know, after two three years down. I really want to get into the senior uh, professional environment to go for the results. At this moment, all about development, development, development. Mm-hmm. It's not about the results. So it's okay if we lose the game, no problem. Well, no problem, but uh, you know, there are some, some objective is there. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, not other than the winning, I mean to say. Mm-hmm. But the professional is different. It's all about results. It's total results oriented. If you win, great. If you lose, you are bad. So that kind of, you know, that intensity, yeah, I would love to. I mean, that, that's my uh, next uh, goal for sure. Perfect, perfect. Uh, that's a wonderful path you have. Uh, very well thought of. And uh, hopefully uh, you can get there. You can get your teams there. Um, people listening to this podcast, where can they find out about m- more about your journey? Uh, could you tell us about your social media handles or anything? Are you yeah, on Instagram? Instagram. 
Yeah, Insta, I think I'm most active. Facebook is not that active anymore. Twitter, I'm not so active. So I think Insta would be the best. And um, also probably you can just type my name on the, I mean, Wikipedia is there. I think someone is writing about me. So yeah, also you can know, I think, you know, you thanks to you giving me this opportunity to talk about me. So otherwise, uh, reach out to me, <laughs> we'll talk. Definitely. Thanks, Harada. I really appreciate it. Uh, wonderful journey and uh, all the best for the future. And thanks for all that you're doing for Indian football. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Thanks for inviting me. I had a good fun. Thanks.